Show us your tips for Pro Group Racing. Daggy flying solo again on an Easter Sunday, having a look towards Easter Monday racing. Midweek racing preview, hot on the heels of the Vinery Day, which uh, I guess saw, let's say, it be no disadvantage to be on pace for the afternoon. Um, some great performances there. We saw Hungry Heart uh, reel in the Flying Harmony Rose, as I suppose those two head towards the Oaks. Uh, Thinking Montefilia, if she's sitting in the shed, if she's uh, heading in that direction as well, might be uh, very hard to beat if she gets a similar sort of pace set up there. We saw Sir Dragon A's wait for age credentials to the fore in the uh, Tancred, and uh, Mr. Quickie down south was the another example of best horse in race getting a prize because it was carrying top weight in a feature handicap. We've seen it a few times lately with uh, Satori and Eduardo, uh, and again, again in um, action yesterday. But let's look towards Easter Monday. We've got racing at Hawkesbury and at Sandown. We'll kick off at Hawkesbury where the rail's true. Currently a good fall. There's some chance of rain throughout the afternoon. Um, they've certainly had enough in the Hawkesbury, so hopefully not too much. Um, not a track I particularly like betting at and not a track I'll probably play too largely on tomorrow. But it's uh, no disadvantage since they've extended the straight there. No disadvantage for on paces to be in action and sort of get to the middle of the track and um, lead all the way there. So we'll get into the Hawkesbury card. Race one is a 2,000 metre class one and maiden. Look, um, I'm going to give Lamu a chance here, which uh, will not lead and will not be that close to the pace. It won't be too far away in a small field. But it's a horse that um, in a previous life, so life I was giving chances to in feature Flemington races. So... I think last chance here coming out of the opponent a few weeks back where it uh, got latched onto the back of the winner Welsh legend but just couldn't keep up, obviously. Um, finished tailed off, but this is a long, long way away from Group 3 action back to a Class 1 at Hawkesbury. A couple of times this, since it's been seen, it's, it's shown some, you know, glimpses of 200 metres here and there where it's run quite well. I think coming right back to here, um, it'll have to chase down the, the more fashionable connections of Rachel King and... Uh, Mark Newnham um, with a bob, but uh, I think Lamu, last chance here around the $5 mark will be the way I'll, I'll potentially play the first. We get to the second, which is a maiden plate over the 1,100 metres, and uh, I think there's a pretty nice horse kicking off here, at least uh, comparative to grade in six again, the David Pfeiffer three-year-old filly who comes here off some nice trials, um, has won a couple and then was just nabbed by Najma in its first trial. Um Looks more than stylish enough to uh, be dominant here. It is the favourite, but I think there's not much to to beat. A lot of these are tied to each other through previous Hawkesbury efforts. If it comes here, I think it wins. If there is a blowout, um, I think it's IC Things, who um, has okay Metro form, uh, does draw inside. I think Keegan Latham won't be too far away, and around the $11 mark, not a bad... um, way to play if you're looking for something at a double figure price I think trials have both been double wraps and I think the horse might be going okay um, and I think can run a place here at, at a big price too so they're the two for me in race three the two year olds uh, maiden plate over the thousand is race number three uh, and I've just noticed the spate of scratchings this morning um, even with them I still get a reasonable price about Glen Eagles here um, this Started in the market, uh, finishing second behind She's All Class, which obviously is mag- went up the, the Gold Coast and uh, since running a slipper. It's trained for uh, changed trainers from Buston Young to David Payne, which is not necessarily a, something I'm overly excited about in terms of a stable change, but um, 
got a pretty good one I mentioned earlier, Montefilia David Payne, and I think they've got a bit of opinion of this, so it'll be a project horse for him. Um, I think he can kick off with a wind trial was nice enough behind Safe, who came out and won yesterday, and uh, will run well here. Uh, the way it race three, number four, Glen Eagles for me. Race number four, another maiden, which hasn't been knocked around by scratchings yet. And I'm with the two-year-old uh, Maurice Midad. It was an emergency for the feature uh, for the two-year-old race yesterday. Uh, comes here having chased Conrad up at Gosford, and then um, you know was brave behind Coast Watch in t- uh, at Kenzo. Uh, comes here. He's a two-year-old taking on the, uh, some of the older horses, but I think we'll lead. Uh, Rachel King will uh, put her foot down to go straight lead and be very hard to catch. So, uh, again, favourite, but um, I think a nice betting opportunity. Race number five, 300-metre benchmark 64. Uh, again, sort of with the market here, number three, Boudoir, uh, Reese Jones from the outside gate will have one job, and that's to get across this field. Uh should lead coming off out of the provincial championships race where it was behind great news who we saw um come out and just miss uh star spangled radio uh good enough form for this it's had form prior to that uh in town previously where it's fancied not far away behind the likes of uh jailbreak and uh femino um We'll get control of this race and not many chases. We've got the uh, you know track specialist, Military Academy, always bobs around and runs well here. And uh, mix off the big Albury Kill will probably run well again as well, but um, with Boudoir to lead all the way once more. Class 1 is race 6 over the 1,500 metres. It's going to be giving them a start, but I think uh, 15R is a decent horse. It was a nice day built work farm, then was fancied in a Saturday race. Uh, I think it'd need every bit of 1,500 metres, but Waller just is assembling his Queensland army, it looks like, and every week he's rolling out some of these three-year-olds, and they're all running well um, off the back of, you know, a couple of uh, quiet trials or, in some cases, no trials. Uh, I think it's good enough to run in Yardstick, who's obviously the one to catch and will obviously have most of the pace favours in this race. Uh, but around the $4.50 50 mark, I think this is a good bet for a, a genuine Saturday horse in the making. Uh, could be going on to something like a Queensland Oaks, I would suggest. And the last class one over the 1,100 metres, where um, outside of the... Look, <laughs> Going against my better judgment here to put the Paul Massara ceasefire Tamworth winner on top. It looks a big, strong beast that's going to roll along on the pace from that gate, I think, from gate 13. Should roll across and be very hard to catch. Around a $2.40. Uh, I think it might be a stylish animal, but not a stable I generally have much to do with, particularly in town. But coming to Hawkesbury, hopefully it's a step on the right way. Resilient Star has metro form, will run well. Uh, and the one at odds here, though, that I'll, I'll have something on uh, at the current price is Gravina. Uh, you're getting Jay Collett. This is a coming off the three trials. This beat Blondeau in town before it went out and on the lead, who's we've seen gone and run well behind the likes of Wild Ruler. Um, and around the nine dollars fifty is a very good each way bet. Um, you know, it's got Prague and Dame Giselle form through earlier preparations as well. So right back in in grade, Jason Collett booked around nine dollars fifty. I think it's a nice a nice price here for Gravina. That's my quick thoughts on the meeting at Hawkesbury. Uh, best of the day, I'm going to make with the map favours uh, Boudoir um, around the five dollars fifty mark. I think it's a good 
opportunity and a two at odds. Uh, Beaver doesn't like me not putting horses I've got on top in as my best value, but the two at uh, at, at value for the day. Um, not necessarily putting them right on top, but good each way bets would be Gravina in the last, around a $9.50, and I see things around the $11 mark. Two outside the market that I think will run well. Let's head down south where the Sandown Hillside is the, the probably the better meeting of the afternoon on Easter Monday. Uh, good track, rail in the 10. Last time we had this configuration was back in September, which was the day LaBelle debuted in Australia and, and was able to run on. Um, a few led the whole way. I think the track will play okay. It was very much down the middle uh, with the rail in the 7 last Wednesday. I think it'll be a similar story here, but if you're good enough, I, I'm not too scared of of leading i am scared however of the first race which is a maiden plate um you know horrifying favorite in the market probably rightfully so coming back from uh, benchmark races it just feels like a trap race for me and and one that i i won't be playing in similar story in a second with the uh, a lot of the unblooded two-year-olds let's head to race three now which is the 1300 meters Class one, um, where I will have on top always a moment who returned for the Mick Kent Yard three year old filly, returned at Packenham with a very nice maiden win, just looks a stylish sort of animal. Uh, Mick Kent usually has a couple of good ones, he hasn't for a while, uh, but a couple of good fillies here, and this looks like one that might potentially head to bigger, bigger and to better things. And um, around a two dollar seventy mark, I think is a, a good bet. Hopefully, not too far back in the run can posse up outside lead or um, one one from that gate and be very hard to beat. Race number four is another six. Is a benchmark sixty four again over the thirteen hundred meters. A couple of scratchings here. Bo Rossa uh, heads the market probably rightfully so. Um, big win where it sort of cruised in. Um, around the bend, took wide and, and kicked away before condition probably gave out and, and was quite through the line. But um, with Jamie Carr booked here, not a strong race, can probably pose out wherever it wants and be very hard to beat. Um, succeed indeed, main danger, uh, which uh, last win was at this track, which I think I believe was on the lakeside actually, but um, was a nice return, putting away a good field from the back. Uh, it was at Hillside, forgive me. Um, before going on entangling with black type fillies races through uh, the Oaks, the Wakeful, and the Manifold. Uh, obviously, a dropping grade here. Uh, sometimes you see these fillies come back off the staying campaigns and be trained up a bit fresher and a bit more sprint in their length, if that's the case. I think still a nice enough horse to give this a shake. They're the two for me, uh, which is reflected by the market in fairness. But um, yeah, the two I'll be looking around in this race. Quaddy kicks off in race number five, benchmark 78, where um, it is sort of 1,000-metre, you know, weird land here at Sandown, but um, Kilkarni again's leading the market, and I think, again, I'll be having a favourite on top. Um, last prep, you know, not far off all banter, then not far off Paul's Regret, who, uh, you know, that's almost black type girls' form, so can find a position here, our gladiator will do what it does, which spring across and, and drag the rest of the field with it. And um, Calcane Royale can hopefully cruise in on the fence right behind and Jamie Carl just snipe at the right time and kick us off in nice style in the quaddy. Uh, Hecker Express is always there or thereabouts in these thousand metre races. From gate one will be close enough and be the one, you know, the one that's got to the one that Kelcarney has to beat. But there the, again, the two options there for me in that race. Race number six. 
for benchmark 70, 1,400 metres. And look, Cerulio miss resumed in really nice style, bolting in on a leader's lakeside, ran them up and ran away. This is a stepping stone for bigger and better things, I believe. We'll know because Miss in between has been tangling some of those better things and uh, will be the one they've got to reel in. But I think this might be a nice horse. And due respect to Boom.com, the second favourite, who... Um, this Tasmanian form keeps stacking up and does look an impressive horse. So, so really, a miss and boom.com will fight at the finish. But uh, if we see to, uh, some of the leaders' bias kick in at Sandown through the dip there, miss in between is going to be tough to catch. Race number seven. And just putting one on odds here, uh, at odds on top, uh, I think to jump back can run well here. From outside gate, Will Price, he'll get straight across the field. He'll take it up here. Uh, honest on pace. Horse that's going to um, be the one I have to run past. You're getting around seven dollars here. Um, last time went to town and sort of over before uh, over Palm last time against Flying Mascot. He was pretty good yesterday. Um, you know what you're going to get, and I think at the price is uh, a very good betting opportunity uh, from Laundy, who's honest, doesn't win a lot, and freshened up back here can run well fresh over the fourteen hundred meters. And we'll wrap the day up with hopefully another good thing. Yeah, acceleration was tremendous here, wrapping up a benchmark 64 field in, in quite easy fashion. Again, against a bias. Um, looks a very nice horse. Again, on the way to better stuff and should be too good for this lot. Uh, the one that will improve, and uh, I see it's been back since, is Kalani. Um, nice enough debut behind Shandy. It just sort of didn't take a gap at a key stage, and, and I believe if it can get from gate six, get to the outside, I think this is going to run on and shows a bit more than it has. Very good stable, Paulie Pruska stable, and um, I think it's at around $7, a very good saver in the race. Um, or a good each-way bet to go with your favourite there. Uh, they're the two in the last, and pretty keen. Um, I'll make my best climb. Acceleration in the last there, sorry, race eight, number five for Pro Group Racing. And my value again, the cut two at odds that I'll play through those races will be to jump back in the second last and Kalani in the last. I think if you're looking for value, they're the two for the day. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, this has been Show Us Your Tips. Uh, we'll be back this Thursday night with uh, Beaver. He'll be back to look at the first day of the championships, which you're excited for. Keep tuning into Pro Group Racing for all their free tips and extensive guides. Give us a subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. You can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, anywhere. Good podcasts are found if you'd like to just listen and not see this head. But otherwise, good luck today, uh, tomorrow, punters, and we'll catch you next week.